everyone. Hey, everybody. Sorry about the sharp cut. We had one of our... Katie had some problems with her computer, so... Sorry. It's fine. It was the gremlins. It's the gremlins, man. Yeah. You gotta watch out for them. They'll sneak into <laughs> your house when you have dark sugar the night before. What's... I'm not, not dark sugar. Brown sugar. That's what I'm thinking of. I was like, what's the sugar that's like like the extra sweet one that's not white? And I was like, dark sugar. I am the night. I am the brown sugar. <laughs> so we were talking about the um the boxing the boxing fights and I was telling the story yeah. about my the fight the second time we had the boxing ring fight. I was fighting Sal, and I, I remember going up, and I was, at this point in the story, it's kind of fast forward a little bit, but I'm, I'm more, Hex is more hard, has more of an edge to him. He also started to, I picked up a skill called Coping Mechanism. So at this point in the game, I can kill human beings without going into bleeding and crying, but I have to have a vice that... Um, that helps me cope and I chose smoking. So I have like this fake cigarette I'm smoking all the time in the game and I'm going into this boxing fight with a lit cigarette in my mouth, not taking it out just to really sell the effect. But I, I remember whispering to Sal, you know, I'm really sorry for this, but my, but my sister has a lot of money on the line for this. And they kind of looked at me confused. And as we backed up and the fight began, I immediately withered both limbs and punched him out of the ring or maybe i just immediately withered both limbs and then i got a bunch of booze <laughs> like do you remember the hail of booze i got oh my god it was so good and then uh, then someone reminded sal that we had the the drowning mary's blessing which could grant a immediate refresh yeah so they got an immediate refresh to get their limbs back i'm not actually sure you can do that i think you technically need a doctor to fix your limbs if they've been maimed but anyway they got a refresh so they got their limbs back but i just immediately did it again i know and then and then, and then you just punched him out it was, it was... I, I don't even think you did sell the liberty of like punching them out you just kind of like sidled up and like took your boss purpose and just kind of like pushed oh, them over push them over i think i did and um, and and sal was like hex like this really this really sad angry and disappointed like thing oh yeah and it was really it, everyone was so mad everyone was so mad everybody was so pissed off and i went back to sit down and um vinny uh, strong Vinny was next to me, and he's like, "That was a, that was an asshole move, man." <laughs> <laughs> he's like, with the lit cigarette and everything, <laughs> and um, and it sucks because Sal's been like now gypped twice in the boxing ring because in the first, in the first fight, I forget the details, but um, somebody that was fighting them, um did something i think it was an entice at first to make them fight and then did something else either way the person that they were fighting um he ended up uh going down on purpose like he rigged it so he would lose um yeah so it kind of ruined the victory for sal and now 
here I am, just first round, obliterating them, uh, knocking them out of the competition without like like without a single fist being thrown. It's pretty rough. And luckily, they, um, Sal got to fight Crow at the very end when all things don't matter anymore. Crow apparently was like a retired uh, boxer called the Ferryman, which is a great name for a boxer in the 20s. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really good. And they fought and Crow, uh, and Crow lost, which made Sal happy. And I approached Crow, uh, Sal after the commotion of the boxing fight and I said, meet me outside and we'll have a real fight. And we did. So, like, we went outside when it was dark, and I didn't use my gift, and we just fist fought. And they won in the quote-unquote fair fight. Because in an actual fair fight, I still technically would have had my gift. It is my opinion as a gifted. It's my natural-born gift, baby. Um, uh, but that was good. And then we also had the rich people fight in that boxing match. Oh, I loved the rich people fight. Where uh, Mitzi and um, and Alessandro fought, and it was just a slap, uh, like a, like a slap fest. It was really They're good. Like spinning around, and at one point in the middle of the match, they got um they got distracted because they both had their nails done. Oh and they yeah. Were firing right. each other's nails, <laughs> and it, everyone was like, "Get back to the fight!" And they were like. Oh, right! It was so good. It was so fun. That was, like, the gimmick fight of that one, I would think. Because, Eric, did you fight this one, too? I don't even know where I was for that. Oh, jeez. I don't remember any of this. (laughs) I have... I I must have been super brood. Oh, I guess so, then. Um, (laughs) I remember I lost my second fight, because my second fight was against Alan. And Alan is... uh, Alan's... a tinker and he built himself to be a tank so not only can does he have like 15 like um vitality yeah. of health but he's yeah. also got a specific ability that makes it so he can reduce non-called um things like maim and just um not take the maim and instead just reduce him by one vitality so like i couldn't do anything to him and i was definitely gonna lose so and i and i did so I didn't even get far in the competition. He's the one guy I couldn't, I absolutely could not beat. Everybody else I probably yeah. could have, but it's... everyone was super happy. Yeah, everybody <laughs> was super happy. And I beat. Everybody, I was. I don't think in real life I've ever felt more embarrassed and hated. <laughs> in real yeah. life, like that was like genuine. Like nobody liked me at that moment. People were done with your crap. Yeah. Yeah. Which was fine. I was I was pretty happy um, towards that end. From that end up until now, I've been really uh, loving the be, playing the bad guy angle, or at least like the the. Have either of you guys seen uh, the TV show Deadwood? I haven't uh, seen parts of it. Oh, well. Deadwood's kind of famous for having um, what's basically the antagonist, like the bad guy, being one of the most beloved characters in the show. Not because he does good things, but because he's so good at being bad that it's hard not to like him. 
Uh, he really keeps awesome. the show interesting and good, and he's been like a big inspiration for Hex as a character. Ooh. But yeah, but that was. Do either of you remember any other really big moments from event one or two that we did? Um, the patron tablet. Oh, that's right. I and I have no. You have to tell this story because I had no idea this even happened until like a game or two later. Yeah. Um. I know at the, at the end of event one, um, the big things that happened at the end were uh, I was on the tinker side, or I guess I shouldn't call it the tinker side. Most of the tinkers and some other people um, went into the tunnels where we fought some elementals that were causing some problems. Okay. And oh, while I... we were there, we found uh, tunnels that we could open up that led to new locations. And one of those locations was the 6th district. And the 6th district is a place that, um, uh, oh, there's, there's a lot of lore behind that, but pretty much it's, um, it, it used to be a part of the area, but, um, it, it's gotten, like, blown to crap. Yeah, it's kind of so a... So it's like a, a fallout kind of area. Yeah. At that point, um, there's, like, a lot of dangerous chemicals and, um, explosives and stuff that are left over from the war that are there. And a future, uh, future theme park. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, maybe. I don't know, Eric. <laughs> Will there be? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we opened up the uh, tunnel to the 6th district, and that was one of the things that um, opened up a lot of things later on, because then we were able to freely come and go from the 6th district. Oh, interesting. But another group um, went on a walk with one of the patrons, uh, which was Gilded Frida. and. Okay they all found a metal tablet made of like metal that we weren't really sure what it was. It looked like it might've come from the sixth district and it had um, pictures on it that were like a picture of the positive aspect of one of the patrons or of one of the negative aspects of the patron. Um, we made the connection and at the top of it, there was um, uh, one half was a bird on the quote good side or the like more positive aspect of the patron right and the negative aspect for this sixth thing so far we only know about five patrons suddenly we suspect there might be a sixth one and the negative aspect part is broken off right so we don't we don't know what the negative aspect of this mysterious sixth patron is and um that plot line has been pretty huge all the way up until recently and it's yeah. still ongoing. that's still a very talked about subject the whole what is with the but that was definitely the foundations of what is so that that got started event one and then event two was us um kind of like looking into it and finding out more about the situation um uh we that's when we discovered that the patrons know about the six patrons seem to have a desire to find them or at least flux and frida did interesting and that's even carried into recent stuff as well and were yep. these both um end game um end game mods for you uh the tunnels was the end game mod that i went on yep the walk into the woods to get the tablet was also an endgame mod um that happened at the same time so i didn't go on it but i got involved in it after the fact um 
because I because I wanted to be. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, because I, there was like a really tiny group of people that wanted to do further research into it. So I decided to go with that group because I was really into it and the group was small. So I was like, I'm going to go do this. I see. I had, um, I remember my, the first game off that I had, uh, event one was not the one I should have been on. I think I was, uh, it was more of a talky one and we had plenty of talky people and I didn't really do much. So I had a very lackluster ending, but that was that was my own fault. I should have done something that was was hinted to be a bit more dangerous or interesting. Um, but it was the... Um, we were interrogating... Um, I forget what the character's name is. The the woman who runs the, the speakeasy, um, the green room, in Brightboro Center. The one that had the uh, bird wings. Bird? Airy. Airy, oh, yes. Yeah. Ari, we were we met we met her and we had to interrogate her because we knew she was she we knew she knew something about the bad brew that was going around and this led to us finding that out that the Lightfoot's rival gang was um was trying to pin the bad brew on us as our fault so it was a very good mod I just didn't do much in it um and. And then you, I think you were with me, right, Katie, in the um, in the second end game, because that's where we dumped the bad brew, right? Or was yeah. that third game? So that was. I think that was the third one, right? I'm not sure. I don't remember. I remember at the second game off when everybody was uh, fighting that elemental, and I was just drunk yelling at the elemental. I don't know what was. Oh the... no, the the second game would have been dumping the bad brew because the third game was when we had the tea party with the fairies and the oh that's right ending right so um the plot of the second game really focused around trying to find out uh what was going on with the bad brew and the lightfoot's involvement and finding out professor glass who was the one who kind of helped make the bad brew and then our big decision for one of the groups at the end of event two was where do we dump the remaining the remaining bad brew? Do we either put it in the tap the city's water supply or do we just dump it in the woods where the fairy creatures live? And um <laughs> and I and I was very heavily off the whole like pet thing where I had to execute it in the behind a shed. So I was very much like, you know, we're, we should just dump it in the woods because that's – I don't care about the fae. And that's where the famous quote – I'm not going to say it on the podcast, but F the fae came from. Uh, yeah. And, and we dumped it in the woods. I think you were there for that. Uh, I, I think was. Mario, I, I think I was one of the only people who was against it. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> Everybody else seemed okay with it. There wasn't much you could do about it. That's um, fine. Yeah, I actually had to dump it myself. I was not. It's not what I wanted to do. I wanted to like have my weapon ready and be ready for danger, but everybody else seemed more prepared. So I was like, "Fine, I'll drink the strongman brandy and lift the heavy thing." So I did, and then I tipped it over and pushed it in the woods. And then I forgot about the side effects for the. Uh... I I early game I was really bad about this because a lot of brews in the game or items have a consequence when you use them. So strongman lets you lift heavy objects, 
but after you're done lifting the heavy objects, you pass out. And I put the thing down, yeah. and I was just hanging out, and then one of them was like, one of the players was like, I think you're supposed to pass out from that. And I was like, oop, and I read the tag, it's like, oh, yep. Uh, and then I, like, fell over. <laughs> like, very, <laughs> very, like, yeah. I don't know how to make this transition work, so... Pfft. And then someone immediately picked me up and cured me from it, so, like... <laughs> My favorite thing ever is a, a, a very quick, funny story. My favorite thing ever is um, I got hit by a call once that was like a, a in a different game. I got hit by a call that was like slay. Yeah. And I didn't I didn't know what it meant, so I like hobbled up to a staff member and I was like, clarify, what does slay do? And they're like, oh, it drops you to zero. And I was like, oh, okay, bleh, <laughs> just <laughs> fell on the ground. That's one of my favorite things at LARP. That's like kind of goofy, but also I, I just find I it mean, so funny gonna... when you forget. Yeah, and what then someone's you like, do? "Don't forget your consequences," and you're like, "Oh, okay." Uh, you want to hear the worst time I messed up a call yeah. at a LARP? So we yeah. were playing Second Dawn, and uh, <laughs> the my friends that I was with, I've never heard. So this is like my my third, fourth game. Never heard the call slay before. And um, we all use, like, the same words, but they all have different meanings for different games, right? So right. I, I'm standing there with a person, and we were in a prison camp now. And we were being pushed through the woods to go see the uh, the um, mass killing of our entire culture. Because they're about oh. to, our entire culture was about to, like, charge the walls of, because we're all, like, a military culture. And uh, they were going to charge the walls, and we were like, oh, they're going to die because they're running right into, like, it's like a D-Day situation kind of thing. And we're walking, and um, one of uh, one of my pals was, like, fighting with one of the guards, and the guard just turned around and, slay, and you know, slay, and put her right on the ground. And I'm, I thought that that was, like, a, like a kill because I'd never heard slay before. Mm. And I, oh, you know, no. and the, 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 uh, the list of calls was, like, huge for that game. So I thought that was, like, death. So I like just jumped on this giant robot man, and he put me down too. But he put me down with a cleave, which means I needed a surgery. <laughs> and then oh, come to no. find out, the slay in that game was like, oh yeah, you just drop to zero and and you just pass out for a couple of minutes. And I, I'm here with like a surgery going on. Oh like, no, it's like, it pretty funny. <laughs> that, that's my story of screwing up stuff. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's easy too. But so what was your end? So was the what was your end game for the second event, Eric? Oh God, I, I'm pretty sure I literally was drunk. I went to where the um, where the uh, that the uh, elemental was. I'm pretty sure the elemental was like a frost elemental, and it was in the boiler room. And right. I just sat there, drunk in a chair, yelling at the elemental oh. while everybody fought the elemental. Oh good. That was in the first event. Was it? I don't yeah, even remember. I was there too, oh, I don't even people remember. People were like, "Dang, are you helping?" And you like held up your drink, and you were like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> the second event. <laughs> yeah. Second event, the, well, I mean, he was was encouraging us. He was like, "Beat those guys up, drink." <laughs> um, I think the second event there was the um getting the brew and moving it there was talking with professor glass about stuff and there was um distracting the police i don't remember what i did for any of those i was so brewed i don't know what happened <laughs> everything's you were just probably a blur to you. distracting the police 
Or just hanging out in Professor Glass's office, trying not to tip over. Maybe. Um, what other things happened? I don't know. Two and three just kind of blend together for me a lot, but I remember at yeah. some point we well, met we might as, Bag we of might Bones. As well talk about them. Yeah. We could probably get through the first year. Right. Do you remember Bag of Bones at all? Like how that all started? Oh, the, I think E2. E2. Was, I don't. I don't. I don't remember if it was E2. Which Which one did the the big bad? The big bad. The Wendigo. Oh, no, that was second go. event. Oh, that was bad. Okay. okay, yeah, so that's something we should definitely talk about. Yeah. Um. So in the second event, I think it happened at night for the first time, but I remember, I think how it all started was, it was, there were three, it was John, John Doe, the professor, and myself, who are three gifted. John Doe's a uh, detective, and his gift is he can pretty much turn invisible. People tend to not look at him is how it's worded, but he's sneaky. So we're all like talking about politics outside for some reason, like right in front of the house. And then I remember seeing like these two, like a red dot. And I'm like, what's that? And then like, before I know it, it's like two red dots, like eyes and like this weird dark shape in like the back because it's like night. And then the, the thing shouts out detect gifted. And we all like, raise our hands and then it goes by my voice be uh by my voice all gifted fear and then we like run inside and we're like i don't know what the hell that is what is that and um once our fear was purged we like went back out to investigate and it's this skulking thing in the woods and i don't think we approached it that night but we got clippings like newspaper articles about it um the next morning and it was talking about how there's this um creature that's been or there's been like murders of gifted and they're missing their hearts and all this stuff so basically all the information pointed to the fact that this is a wendigo and it's this creature that hunts gifted and needs the hearts and whatever and it was super spooky eat your and, heart out yeah eat your heart out but that was the only the only problem we had with that event the next event um, we actually started to get close to it and, um, I'm getting like, I'm being bold and I'm getting close to it. And I remember Kate Vary is just like, Hex, get back. Don't, it, it comes after gifted. Wait, wait, wait. Varya yeah. was telling you not to get near the Windigo? Yeah. Well, that's uncharacteristic. No, I think it that's was very characteristic. True. Yeah. I don't know. Varya was hanging out with one beforehand. Was beforehand. Wait, before... Oh, beforehand, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's uh, gonna know that one until later, Eric White. Tasteless, Danny. <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's a little, it's a little insensitive, my guy. Ouch. Um, nah, it was good. But no, well, well Varya's a protective person in general, and usually it's Hex that's protective of Varya, but Varya's protective of Hex on some regards, especially this very dangerous thing or we didn't know it was dangerous at first but we're like getting closer to it and it's like it's got the um the staff member who um plays the wendigo they have a, a an aztec death whistle that when you blow into it makes this horrible screaming sound so it's a scary creature and um and duck who is one of the tinkerers that's like really gun happy gets really close and starts shooting it and the wendigo turns over and renders him um uses like swipes at him with these claws and says render 
And that's the yeah. first render of our game. And I think it's only Wendigos that have been able to use render. And render is bad. Rending um, has only been the Wendigo and people who have magna. Right. But sta- so staff-wise, it's the only thing that's been throwing out rendings. And rending um, is worse than Mortal Jeopardy. It's the worst effect that you can get in the game. Where it drops you immediately to no health and you immediately need a surgery. Um, yep. or you die within an hour or something like that. So it's very important yeah. that, so, so duck got that happened to him. And then we all kind of like backed away from it after that. Cause we found out how dangerous it really is. And the Wendigo is just spooky. I remember like after seeing the red eyes, I remember like shutting the blinds inside the common yeah. house and just because it was like looking at us through the blinds like in the distance and i just drop those um we eventually made a plan to kill it because we were told by um by uh, granny bones that you need fire to kill it so um but even before we get to that like another bit of the magical aspect of the game where which was a. Uh, one of the goblins that comes in to eat eggs with us in the morning, uh, like I think it was Rooster, gave us this hookup of um, Bag of Bones, which is literally this dude that's made out of bones, and uh, introduced us to him. And and he's, we found him at a, another point in the game where he's was torn up, right? His bones were scattered around. Yeah. Do you remember that? You guys were there yeah, for that, right? Vagabonds. Yeah. This is this is when we um Vagabonds was all torn up because we found him um he had been assaulted by the Wendigo cult. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. We had to go to that the Wendigo cult for that. Military. Yeah, because um he was like hiding in the corner and he was all like Ow. He was the like Wendigo cultists were all being, you know, themselves. He was all like the scarecrow from Wizard of Oz. They took my legs and they threw them over there, and they took my arm and they tossed it over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just in pieces. Yeah. So like, and that was the thing um, where there was like a cult that were worshiping the damn Wendigo and trying to mimic him. And, like, there's this entire house full of them in the woods, and we had to fight a bunch of them off. And that's actually an interesting moment where I saw um, Lawrence break down. Um, another player in the game called Lawrence, who's also a very sweetheart kind of character. Uh, he's a brewer, so he, like, makes brew. But his character is also, like, an, an office worker. Like, what does he do? He processes... Something about law. Uh, yeah, I think no. he... No. <laughs> he, he does, like, uh, paperwork at the town hall. Right. So he's, he's for all intents and purposes, he's just this dude. <laughs> and he's and he's very, like, oh, geez, guys, I don't know if we need to go bring bullets into this kind of lad. <laughs> and um, But he's also been known to really like uh, um, uh, Frostman's schnapps or something like that. Winter's Grass. Winter's Grasp, which is a brew that lets you throw out Frostman ice. Schnapps. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he had Strongman Brandy, so I don't think I was grasping that, at straws. It's actually called Strongman Stout. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, oh man, I'm doing so bad at this. I'm so not good it, at this. You just gotta use alliteration. It's okay. Strongman Stout. Okay. Um, 
So, but I remember in the fight, because I took a few hits, and they had, like, axes. So that, like, brings you down to, like, no health. And so I remember getting hit by, like, effects that did one damage. And I remember, like, being in trouble at one point. And, like, um, Lawrence didn't, like, came in with an air of effect, like, this big ice kind of thing. And then, like, it, like, knocked out a few of the cultists, and he, like, got to his knees, and he's just like, why are you doing this? Why do we have to fight like this? And he had, like, this, like, he's like, I don't want to hurt you, and, like, all this, like, stuff. And I was like, oh, jeez. It's really interesting. It's really cool to see those moments of people's character intensity, especially when you don't think especially when nobody might be looking or noticing. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But we fought the cultists, and that was... And then we got to meet uh, Granny Bones herself, which was, a f- which was a trip. Oh, Granny Bones is awesome. Granny Bones is probably my favorite character in the game. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, she's, very, she's very Baba Yaga, because her house has, like, chicken feet. And uh, old woman in the woods, and we had to bring her medicine um, <laughs> that we had from. So I don't know where we got this medicine, but we had like this vial of medicine that we had. And you don't um, remember the 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 person running up, scared, handing us a giant jar of white powder, and then running off screaming? No, I didn't see that at all. That's really interesting. Uh, yeah. um, cool, <laughs> I like that. But like, well, we get to it, and um, and. She's like she kind of like talks in, not riddles, but like her she starts mention something in like very important and then kind of like her her she wanders she, off into a different subject. She, she talks an old person. Uh, yeah, it's kind of yeah. We're, we're is that how like, we're gonna describe it? Because like, I'm not sure I agree with that. Well, she she kind of does like that. It's always. She she drops nuggets of wisdom surrounded by like nonsensical gambling. Oh god. Oh, she'll get she'll get along with Sunny great. Um, yeah. Well, she. But... I mean, like you know, she she just kind of doesn't necessarily perceive the world properly all the time. Or um, too well. Because because there was an instance where Varya got hurt like right in front of her, and then she's <laughs> Varya's like, I think I ran into a tree. I don't know what's happening. And Granny Bones was like, yeah, that's definitely what happened. And then someone came up and she was like, no, she ran into a tree. And people are like, Granny, that's that's literally a lie. That's not true at all. It was right there. It was a joke. So it was she'll a meme. Just kinda, yeah, she, she just kind of, she's not always 100%. I see. Well, the, th- the thing is, she'll just drop bombshells out of nowhere because she's just like, oh, yeah. And it reminds me of the time this summer when I raised Orphe. But then the worms came and ate my garden and i was like we were all like wait what did you say about orphy who's a member of yeah. our group we were like what your she's or they're your grandchild like can you roll back what? there i'm so like but and then there was the whole reveal where the met we found out the medicine was ground up gifted bones and then she did a yeah. fat line right through oh, yeah. them <laughs> she did the whole like razor blade like make a nice little line and then it <sighs> Uh, like and we're all like what the hell is this game what are we doing what is this oh my god the wild (laughs) it was it was yeah it's every time with her is just a really weird time but i like 
And it's so good because the staff member who plays Granny Bones, she plays a lot of characters, and she's one of the most fun people to interact with. I think we can all say yeah. that, like, they're yeah. whatever they're doing, it's always a good time. Um, I remember yeah. actually asking Granny Bones at a recent game, I'm like, what would happen if a normal, like, gifted were to hypothetically snort some gifted dust bones? And she's like, well, I'm going to tell you right now because you look like a sketchy fucker. Like, I wouldn't recommend doing it because you'll probably explode. <laughs> I think you should try that. I think you should. <sighs> I'm not sure, but like, I was like, whoa. I was like, geez. <laughs> Granny, oh my god. She really had my number right from the get-go, though. She's like, you look sketchy, so I'm going to tell you right now. I wouldn't recommend it. You look like the kind of person who would definitely do the drugs. Yeah. And she dropped an F-bomb on me, which I ended up saying. Oh. And it was, and it's weird. And earlier in the podcast, I'm like, I don't want to say that word. And I just let it oh, slip well. out. So I'm, I'm great. I'm inconsistent through the whole... My consistency is inconsistence, so I think, I think we'll I have think that. TV, you're allowed like one. One, <laughs> yeah, we're allowed yeah. one. That's good. Yeah. Well, I don't want I mostly in the podcast trying to like just avoid saying that word a lot because I think in my daily life I say it a lot and I just don't want this whole. I don't want my whole recorded dialogue when the aliens find us eventually and go through all of Earth's recordings. I don't want them just to hear yeah, a bunch of F-bombs on me. aliens will be listening <clears throat> to the podcast and will be like, oh, he said the fuck word. Yeah, and they're like, <laughs> oh, Katie, we had one, and I already used it. Oops, now we're already. Yeah, now hey, we're just... Hey, I want to hear another Danny story. Yeah, I want to hear another Danny story, events. too. Uh, so, I made a... Let's see. Oh, that's when I made my... um, was it Event 2 or Event 3? I made my... Uh, was it my uh, was it resume? No, my business plan. Oh, Are your business proposal. Oh my goodness. Yep. And I made my oh. business plan, and I walked around trying to get people interested in uh, giving me money. Yep. And <laughs> nobody was interested in giving me money. One person started making my new business plan by writing all over my old one, and crossed out Wonder from Wonderland and put Blunder on there. So I, I still have that in my my portfolio. Oh, nice. And, um, yeah, I'm really bad at math, so that didn't look too great. Yeah, you were like, we need we need 90 million imps to get this. No, 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 it was only 2 million imps. 2 million. Okay. That was crazy. That's still a lot. Like It was amazing. Yeah. It's... Well, it, and, and it was funny because Wanda's care, uh, Wanda kept showing up in, like, weird situations. Like, remember when there was the, the college party? Yeah, that the we, college like, party. Crashed? And Wanda, <laughs> who was the cartoonist that we, like, smear campaigned, she was there. And Wanda was, like, going to school. And then, like, she goes to this party and there's, like, you know, Danny Wonder in the back and completely crunk. You're <laughs> <laughs> a terrible boss. You were a terrible influence to everybody you interacted with. And then, um, let's see, we did that. I went around trying to ship that. Uh, I made some really weird comics that people hated. Oh. And it was pretty bad. Yeah. Oh, and then we had our first meeting with Atlas for uh, for everything. And um, they they're like, we'll get back to you. And it took them like three games to get back to me. Ouch. Oh, but they sure did. Yeah, they yeah. sure got back to you. All right. Um, oh, shoot. There was something I wanted to mention about Danny Wonder. 
it's he, he doesn't do a whole lot. He, like, you do like very wise. You do very you kind of stuff. But the thing is, I interacted with Danny Wonder a lot, and Hex is. I think my whole time was Hex is like I don't know why this guy's here because he he's not doing actual work at the distillery, and he's kind of just taking up space and eating food. So I don't know why he's here, and I don't think I said an I don't think in our entire time together I said one endearing word towards you. We had a very antagonistic relationship between Danny Wonder and Hex, but like yep. you he but Danny Wonder was still one of Hex's first friends. Yeah, and then he um, threatened me because he thought I was, like, trying to date your sister. That was pretty funny. Oh, yeah. I threatened a lot of people that I thought were trying to date my sister. Well, that's because, <laughs> that's um, one of, one of the nice things about Danny is that um, I appreciate that Eric's always kind of had the, like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm a homeless guy. I'm a hobo. And I'm here to just kind of, like, be a hobo and try and draw cartoons. And they took your hobo away, but you you could take the hobo away from Eric, but you can't take the hobo out of, <laughs> out of Danny. So Very he good. continued to just kind of be like a guy that was around, yeah, and ate food and didn't contribute anything and slept <laughs> outside sometimes. <laughs> you did have I I just realized something too, but I think I think Danny Wonder is the only one that ever really gave Hex the business right back. Like I was you, drunk. I don't know. You really you really like grilled hex on certain things and really like like put him out to failure which i did the same thing to I you love... plenty of times but Dan danny's had some um brood wisdom and by <laughs> brood wisdom i mean um danny's been brood and said something relatively intelligent common sense oriented oh jeez i remember <laughs> um i remember what was it <sighs> darn another story that's like eluding me so you you want to hear one funny story from that Granny Bone situation, right? Yeah, yeah. sure. Oh yeah. So 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 Lawrence. So the game we I play start with Lawrence with the origin of is it. Uh, okay. So the problem is at the game, if you have too much money or if you have too much heat, the cops take it from you. So you can never have like more than three hundred imps on you. Uh, you can't have more than like three items that are worth. You know, whatever. Yeah, you're allowed three so heat. Yeah. And um, so anyways, we would do this thing called reverse pickpocketing where we like, we realize we have too much stuff and we got to get rid of it. Uh, and we just decide to hide it on other people's persons. Oh, so yeah. Instead of taking their stuff, we just put our stuff in their pockets or so their I backpack. Remember, I remember Danny was like, Varia, we need to get rid of this crap. And Varia was like, oh, I can distract Lawrence. Lawrence is really nice. And Lawrence is easy to distract. Yeah, and so anyways, so that's that's reverse pickpocketing. Uh, fast forward though to the Granny Bone situation, and we're with Bagabones, who we just have like body parts of, like an arm, leg, whatever. Right. So I got stuck with the leg, I think. I think I had the leg. <sighs> and Lawrence was in front of me, and he had his bag open. So I just took the leg and I just stuffed it in his bag. He didn't even have a clue what was going on. And he was like, oh, okay. And then they're like, oh, we need this. We need his arm. Where's his legs? Danny, where's his legs? And I'm like, I don't know. And they're like, how'd you lose his legs? I'm like, maybe Lawrence check his backpack. And he's like, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. Oh, geez. You put a leg in my backpack. <laughs> you, you're really, you're really, you're really uh, trauma, trauma, um, traumatizing. Traumatizing him. And you put yeah, a loaded gun just... in his backpack, too, another time. Yeah, didn't I did you? that. Yeah. yeah. 
I, I put well, a, it was, a it phone a, in his back. <laughs> the the reverse pickpocketing has gotten progressively funnier and funnier because it went from innocent things like money and flowers and like papers, and then all of a sudden it was like illicit substances, <laughs> a, a loaded gun, Severed arm. a human arm. Yeah. <laughs> So I actually remember Lawrence. Worse. I remember Lawrence saying one time, like, Daniel, what happened to the days where you just put money in my bag? I miss those. <laughs> but and also, then, uh, like, d- but also, no one trusted you with loaded gun, Danny. Oh, yeah. Like, there oh, were times where someone gave happened? you a gun with a bullet in it, and everybody was like, whoa, who gave Danny a gun? You know, <laughs> so, so anyways, to finish the story with Lawrence and them. Yep. Um, so I did that in front of, uh, what is it, uh, Granny Bones. Uh-huh. And Gray's like, mm, I'm going to tell you about your future. You're going to die on a train. <laughs> oh, my like, oh. God. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. So, so, and that's well, how Danny became afraid of trains. Yeah, that's right. You went and go near the railroad tracks on that campsite. <laughs> well, then, do we have confirmation that Danny's not dead? Yeah. Because it wasn't a train. Yeah, it wasn't a train. It wasn't a train. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> So, um, so I'm trying to think of another Danny story for that time period. Uh, I think you... Oh, yeah, you guys gave me a gun. So, first, I brought a gun. I brought a emptied Nerf gun that I had. And right. I'm like, oh, I'll just wave it around and scare people. Get them away from me. Because this is when the, the Lightfoots were showing up more often. Yep. And uh, I'm like, oh, well, at least I'll look kind of intimidating with this gun. And I'm playing a character that, like, has no clue on firearms. He doesn't even know what's going on. He's, he's brewed most of the time, and he's just like, oh, I like to draw cartoons. And now he's got a gun. And then one of the other characters is like, hey, let me see that gun. And they give, they, I, I hand oh, him the gun. Doc, Duck, Duck fixed, quote unquote, fixed your gun. Yeah, he put a bullet in there, and he cocked it, and he handed it back to me. So now I had a loaded pistol, and this guy's just like, oh my god, I got a gun now. And he's brewed. You got so it, uncomfortable looking when that it happened. Was, it was pretty funny. And uh, then you were all trying to, and the, the funny part was um, I had a hat on because I was trying to make myself look different, and I go out, and there was a run going on, and nobody could, like, make their decision on who was going to go on the run or who wasn't going to go on the run or whatever. So I'm like, well, I want to go on the run. I have a gun, and I go out to um, the one of the staffers that is that was getting the run ready to go, and we're sitting there, and the staffer's like, you ready to, uh, to do this? We're going to go in there and and shoot people and we're gonna there's a sniper and i'm like i'm a rough customer <laughs> and they're like looking at me and they're like, yeah. you know you're holding your gun upside down right and i'm like nope <laughs> i never went on the run yeah i never went on the run it was pretty I liked, sad i liked your plan one time where you didn't when you still didn't have a gun and you're like i'm just gonna intimidate them and you put your hand like under your sweater and made yep. a gun shape with your hand <laughs> <laughs> and you went over to someone and you're like give me all your fucking money i got a gun <laughs> <laughs> it's just your finger under your under your sweatshirt he oh, used yeah. a banana once too oh did you <laughs> Yeah, he had, I, he, had, he put creative. a banana in his sweater vest, and he's like, "You see that? That's well, a gun." Well, you I'll had you had hired muscle, so you could you were allowed to use the um, social call intimidate. So they had to take it. <laughs> they had to like be intimidated. Yeah. They can't just be like, "That's a banana." They had to be like, yep. "Oh no!" <laughs> and then Don't I potassium me, bro. And then I upgraded to pop gun. 
Uh, yeah. Oh, oh no. that became such a thing. Someone brought someone it. brought you a pop gun for a recent event, and you yep. really like all the time with the pop gun. We hung remember it. like the the second to last event we went to where Varia armored me up to go fight bears with a pop gun, and I was oh, like, geez. I had armor all over me, and then I had a pop gun, and then I get out there and it's literally like rending bears running around. And like yeah. brood wolves and all this other bullshit. I'm like, I don't, I shouldn't be here, but okay. Yeah, I, I remember you in a final battle with like when we we're trying to defend like the earth, the earth um, guardian, and you're the, and there's like waves of bears and like earth monster people, and you're just there in the background, just shooting your your pop gun, not doing anything. <laughs> you're literally being useless. I remember that. I was like this 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 punk over here with the pop gun. Danny being Danny unhelpful, like usual. Danny's moral support, and we love. Danny is like the drummer boy in a uh, in an army, but he's annoying. Picture I drummer boy in any army. Would picture be picture that drummer boy or the flute player in a colonial army, except he's got a goddamn pop gun. They're like super essential, though historically. Just that. <laughs> All the time, you rapid, you rapid fired it. Yeah, it was pretty good. I hip fired my pop gun. Yeah, you did. Those bears didn't know what was going on, literally. <laughs> oh man, those bears! I remember because um, Vary and I had a great moment, and this is like a little bit later than when we were talking about before. So which event it's somewhat is this recent. now? I don't know. This is six. We just so did let's, let's, seven, let's right? Yeah. Let's wheel it in. All right, so we, we went over the first... Of well, we're already doing a poor job of just telling the overall plot. Yeah, we're, we're just, just kind bad, of doing the good job. highlights. Well, yeah. so far, it seems like we've mostly stayed in, like, year one, at least. No, we've done a lot of year one, a lot of year two, and some of year three. We've we've kind of covered... What? Which is... Oh, we're oh, you mean year, year one. Two. Oh, year <laughs> one. I thought you were talking... I'm sorry, yeah. that's... I thought the my ears heard event, not we year. Even, yeah, we didn't even talk about the winter event, so I think we've been doing okay. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, so this has all been – the way we're separating this, I guess, or the way we should is year one, which was event one to three. Then we had event four, which was kind of in the winter. That was when we were just in the library. Yeah. And then the party, which was the winter event. And then the year two, which has been four. <laughs> five six Yay! and we're gonna do seven and eight soon so that's Yay! that's the the schedule um i think so at the end of e2 was when we dumped the bad brew and mm -hmm. all that jazz and also um that was when we killed the wendigo right oh yeah we killed the wendigo at event three yeah. i think we Those made a plan like... oh event... guy. okay because it that was right was after like... it was right after we killed the Wendigo when we met uh, Granny Granny Bones. We were right off of that high. Yeah. And uh, after patching up two people that got rendered by the Wendigo. Um, what other big things? So like the whole event, our whole year one was a lot of finding out what's going on, and a lot of what's going on is that the Lightfoots made bad brew or was selling bad brew. Um, so we struck back at him and tried to sabotage the Lightfoots, but the leader, um, got involved in the leader's big, bad, and mean, 
the bad brew we dumped in the woods started affecting the woods badly and um i think they talked about it at the tea party right yes um there was a tea party with all the fae um it was super funny because they had like crazy food on the table like um dirt with worms uh leaves that were spray painted gold which we were told not to eat um yeah <laughs> varia's still trying it anyway <laughs> all the ho- staff was looking at me with like horrified expressions as i shoved this spray painted leaf in my mouth mm. and then i'm like oh it's so good and i had to walk away so i could spit it out yeah, uh... and I was like, i'm not really gonna eat that <laughs> um they had like uh rice crispy treats with like marshmallow that were squirrel brains oh goodness it was a good time um i remember the funny thing about the fake tea party is um pretty much the fake was really really sick and the other fairies were getting real sick because of the bad brew we dumped in the forest what a shock um so we we've kind of been trying to work with them they're not they're pretty mad at us um we definitely made a mistake and we promised to fix it to the best of our ability um which we've made good on our promise it's not as fast as we or they would like but we've been pretty we've been working pretty hard at it and we definitely talked with them and that kind of stuff um some trolls showed up and we had to kind of like get them to stop because they just kind of showed up and started trying to be aggressive and we're gonna beat up the fae Mm. um in trolls and uh, my favorite thing was that there was a, a small group, I, I don't know if you're part of this group, Eric, um, of people that were trying to, like, eavesdrop and spy on it. Oh. On the tea party. <laughs> I was a part of it. I, it was Yay. Jimmy, myself, and I think Eric, right? What am I doing in my life again? Yeah. Were you spying on the tea party with us? Oh, yeah, no, we were so bored, so we were like, oh, there's a tea party. <laughs> so we all, like, literally, like, crawled on our hands and knees behind, like, a log. And we were, like, there, and we are like, oh, man, it looks really boring. <laughs> well, then the trolls came. I do, I do remember seeing the trolls come in. And then at what point did the regular people that were just walking their dog came through? I don't know. <laughs> that was, that was uh, much earlier. Uh... It's one of the weird parts of LARP is when, uh, the, at, a camp, at a public campsite, sometimes normal people just kind of walk through, and you just kind of, like, dip out of character briefly until they walk away so it's not bugs the hell out of me i know there's nothing you can really do about it but it bugs (laughs) the hell out of me because some of them sometimes they're just like dying on the ground and there's this old lady just like looking at you like like are standing above you and just looking at you and it's like uh i've had people i've had people say like really mean things to me I've, doing that. I've, wow. I've heard that's stories awful. about stuff like that. Yeah, it's yeah. not great. But that's why you do... That's the nice thing is when you have a, a private-ish location like a campground, it doesn't happen as much. Because yeah. I think... I remember one time I've uh, this one guy came up and he was looking for help for moving like a, like a canoe. And I'm like, no, I'm not helping oh you God. move a canoe. Why don't you go ask the tree man behind you? And he turns around, and it's one of our friends dressed up in a tree makeup. Yeah. He's like, That's oh, awesome. excuse me, can you help me move a canoe? And I'm like, idiot. Jeez. <laughs> um, I, I feel like in that case, they should probably ask, like, the camp staff. Yeah. They could have moved it themselves. They were just stupid. Oh, my it was a like little canoe thing, like a kayak type of deal. Anyways. Anyway, yeah. I forget what the hell we were talking about We now. were talking about the fairy 
fairy whatever. Oh, the the tea yeah, party. We're, we're kind of yep. talking about like. Well, you got you got and you got close to um, trash, right? Rubbish. Rubbish. Sorry, my bad. Garbage guy. Yeah, that guy. What Rubbish up? was um one of the fae. Was that it? That Varya became very close with. Weren't they a fake extremist almost? Is how I've been. No. Rub- oh, okay. So there's there's some stuff that is still um kind of foig information when it comes to rubbish, but rubbish is um super disliked by all the other feds. See. Um, rubbish is kind of like a weird goat kind of creature. Um, rubbish is the one who brought the squirrel brains. <laughs> okay. And I I believe. I, it seems like rubbish is also the fae that said if you bring bodies to the top of the will the hill I'll grant a wish. Oh what? So I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I haven't even yeah. heard about this. Oh yeah, no, Danny's been looking what? for dead bodies for a while. Didn't we? Ba- oh well, well, wait, time out, real quick though. Didn't we inter like hex and shiver? Didn't we put a body up on a hill? A hundred. Well, no. That wasn't even a body. No, it was, it was a body. No, it was a body. Are you sure? I got I got out of game confirmation it was a body. You did? Yeah. So I'm I'm so we can talk about this later. It was yeah, okay. It's still ongoing. <laughs> yep. But um I, at one point, I think it was E2, and the problem with this is that a bunch of players followed a fae that had like a rainbow light lantern. That okay. was, um, the the staff member who plays Granny Bones was dressed up as, like, this goat fae thing mm-hmm. that sneezed a lot and was like, oh, follow me. And so we just kind of followed it into the woods. And I was expecting this was, like, a Will-O-The-Wisp sort of situation where we are going to get dragged into a really bad place. Yeah. And it was going to be a bad time. Um, but long story short, uh, they brought us to the top of a hill and they were like, oh, if you, you bring bodies up to the hill um, for me to eat, I'll grant you a wish. And I think there was someone who was also at the top of the hill who we kind of, like, talked to briefly. Um, I don't remember it too much because it was late at night. And the problem is, I think, I know three of the players who went on that don't play the game anymore. Oh, jeez. So I, I think I'm one of the only people who remembered it. And I was really um, distressed because I knew Varia would never, like, kill someone and drag them up to that hill. Yeah. So. Uh, well, you told Danny about it, so. Right. Yeah, so great. Dan- but all, all good that does. All people that still can't relate <laughs> this information anymore. You don't know that. <laughs> all the people that definitely needed to know this. Um. So, so that's that's why um, Varya's been like a little weird about the bodies and stuff like that because it's things that the still got more and more dire. The more she's like, maybe that wish is our way out of it. But um, you should have just grabbed one of the Lightfoot bodies that we dropped during the fire. Yeah, you know, always, I'll be yeah. I always forget about it. I, I <laughs> honestly just kind of don't think about it a lot of the time. Yeah, mostly just... because mostly it's because I don't want to be like, hey, staff member who's probably really, really busy, I need you to come with me so we can take a walk up the hill. I would and ju- then you can just walk. Uh, I would just say, I would just like whisper to them, listen, if it's, if it's a, a newer staff member 
or an NPC of the day. So if it's just an NPC, I'd tell them, I'm going to whisper something to you and I want you to tell staff and be like, I'm taking your body. After all this is done, I want you to know that I'm taking your body and um, burying it or sacrificing it on the hill in the meantime between these things. Because you can't actually like go and do that. <laughs> So, yeah. but if, like, you I'm, tell I'm them, I... like, in, in in the game, in between the day at some point, I hid this body and then went and buried it up on the hill. Yeah, I might I might talk to staff about that and get it clarified. Mm -hmm. um, but that's definitely one of my favorite things that is totally not going to bite us at the butt in any point, I'm sure. Everything will be fine. Well, oh, well, Danny's been looking for stray bodies to put up on a hill so he can get himself an easy meal. <laughs> Easy mill. Easy mill. <laughs> it's a wish. Just ask for two million and build your park. Yeah, I know, right? Oh my god, if Danny just was like, I wish for one million. Look, guys, we're halfway there. Yeah. <laughs> I need another body. <laughs> uh, shoot, another body. Um, I kind of want to... Wanda would be losing it. I kind of want to talk uh... a little bit, like a little off topic of like the central plot. Because like... Honestly, Eric, your Danny's plot's like kind of separate from almost everything else, so I don't feel like it interferes with much else. But one arc I kind of noticed with with you as Danny is going from like the solo philanthropist like into like an actual leader of a few employees. Like you had, you ended up getting Wanda to work with you, Bliss, uh, Sunny, and um, and Shaky, right? I was, I was, uh, I literally hired all of the tinkers in town with my money. Oh, that's right. And you hired Oh, that's tinkers. what I used that money with. I paid off the tinkers. Oh, but they weren't, I don't, I never really saw them as like super employees of you. Well, I had, them, I had just... them drawing up stuff and, uh -oh. and uh, Duck was our... drawing up uh, cars and stuff for the rides. We had um, official badges that were different from other people. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but do you also I made see... little, uh, what's that? But, um, Katie, did you also see, like, the, the, the arc of Danny being the solo into the, um, the team kind of thing? Well, I think the biggest thing is that, um, Danny started off as, like, I'm Danny Wonder, and I think a lot of people thought he was just kind of, like, a, a, a lunatic hobo that had some, like, big dreams. And I they think weren't the big wrong. thing was that, um, people... <laughs> <laughs> they weren't wrong, but um, Danny ended up being someone who, at first, uh, Vario was like, I like your comics, come to the Adway still. And he definitely slowly collected, like, people who trusted in him and, like, a, a people who were in just as invested in Wonderland as he was. Or at least right. uh, as half as much as he was. Some people as much as he was. Um... And a lot of people were really pushing for Wonderland. And it definitely became a point where, like, the whole still um, eventually was rooting for Danny. And was, like, in a lot of ways kind of on his side for him to get to his dream. And he definitely had, like, a core group of people that were, like, part of Wonderland and became his business partners. Especially Juan. Yeah. And that's been... Yeah. And, then, and then Bliss, too. Most yeah, recently. Bliss got really invested in the last game of the whole wonderland enterprise well um so at one of the winter events uh bliss was there and we hired them as a uh, as a soda jerk for wonderland 
Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the whole time I'm kind of sat trying to sabotage. I'm telling everybody it's a scam that it's just going to make you poor like don't don't invest in this guy. I was very much trying to sabotage your operation. One of my one of my favorite parts was the winter event. Uh we were sitting there and I had written up like all the stuff on Wonderland and it was horrible and Wanda was just trying to like smooth talk people into giving us money and stuff yeah and then finally i'm like oh man wouldn't it be great if we could go up on stage and like just pitch wonderland and it was funny because wanda was able to get us up on the stage and then as we were going up on the stage um an npc was like hey would you like to buy some you know a nice bow tie and i looked at it and it was a charm i was able to do a charm ability like an area charm yep and uh, i'm like yeah i'll buy that right now and then i clarified can i use this on the microphone and uh, they're like, yeah, sure, that's fine. So I go up there, and, and we're, like, giving our pitch to Wonderland to, like, all, like, the really rich people. And then finally we're like, uh, Area Charm, uh, come up and ask us about a... <laughs> about about a, sponsorship. Uh, yeah, about a sponsorship. <laughs> and all the players all the players refused it. But yeah, we're all, the, all like, uh, resist. Yeah, and uh, all of the uh, NPCs were like, oh, yeah, I want a planter with my name on it. <laughs> they all ran up. <laughs> We got like over like a thousand. I think we got like almost like two or three thousand imps from that old. Yeah, you made bank. You made bank. And then we had to go and make our own bank. Yeah. Because there are no there are no player usable banks in the world, so we had to like. Didn't you also have to smuggle money or like launder money through a museum? Yeah, we they, did. Yeah, they gave it to Leon Moss. <laughs> so oh, it's wild. in a. It's in a museum somewhere that we can take it out and put it towards Wonderland. Nope, gone now. <laughs> no, it's not. You don't know that. Leon's <laughs> a trustworthy guy. Sure. Maybe a little. I remember hearing about this deal. I could go up to Leon and be like, "So Danny Wanda needs that money," <laughs> and I'm here to collect for him, and then oh. just take oh. all your money. <laughs> oh my Wanda God. would be so mad. Oh well. We have to deal yeah. with Wanda's. Wanda's I could take. Wrath. I could. I could take Wanda. I taught her how to use a gun, but I could still take her. Oh my god! And the rest of the town. She can't throw fire if she doesn't have arms. Yeah, but if you attack Wanda, the entire town. No, listen. I can't even raise my voice in the town without everybody pulling weapons at me now. I wonder why. I just screamed at the professor like two times, and I'm suddenly the bad guy. And 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 you want to go after the cinnamon buns? (laughs) Yeah, going after Wanda is a death sentence. Yeah. Nobody will let that You don't that go after fly. Wanda. You don't go after... Um, who well, else do we have that are, like, super... Well you, well, you were also on that list, but I was able to stab you without anybody getting... Yeah, you stabbed me it. multiple times, because people oh, yeah. don't really care about Danny's well-being. Yeah. <laughs> they do. They're just like, they just... oh, Danny, you silly guy. You're well, bleeding. the thing is, I, like, threatened I threatened you all the time, because you would, like, put your hands on my shoulder, and me as Brett don't care, because we're close friends, but, like, Hex is, like doesn't like people interfering with this space so you'd like clasp my shoulder and i'd be like you need to remove your hand or i'm gonna fucking take it from you um <laughs> and all, all these threats all these times and then um in a later bit we had to be part of a, a theater play and yep. eric and i both had um well danny and hex, hex both had parts we had to play so we're sitting down waiting for this thing to start and you're <laughs> all jubilant over this play and like are so excited and bothering the hell out of me and i end up just like taking out my knife and cutting you for one damage i, I was also making fun of your uh your accent my my, my accent that's right and yeah. um yeah and and uh amber who is a grower walks around 
and you're you're just whining because they just cut you and you're like amber hex just cut me and amber she's like and amber goes danny i really don't have the time for your games and you're like nobody really did and and she's like did he really cure one like whatever but she didn't believe you she really didn't like um later out of game I, we had this conversation and we had to clarify that I actually did stab you. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then at the very re- most recent, this is year two stuff, but it's just a funny story. It doesn't have any importance, but we had a knife fight for fun. Yeah, we had knife fight, yeah. knife fight, knife fight. We had a knife fight <laughs> and, I, and I won uh, to the surprise of not many people. And um, But like my victory <laughs> was cut so short because immediately you started to go, you started to cry. So you were like, uh, and you're like, Wanda, Hex just stabbed me. And I, and then, and then I think, and yeah, so quickly made everyone in the area really hate me even more. This, like, oh, you big asshole. This, you stab Danny. He would never instigate you. It's so easy to get on Danny's side when he's crying like that. Your fake cry is so like convincing Eric, and simp and pitiful. Eric, <laughs> That's the thing. Eric's it's really pitiful. Cry. Eric's fake cry is literally so funny that uh, at one of the recent games he was fake crying in front of Lawrence, and I laughed so hard I had an asthma attack. And I excused myself. Excused my inhaler, and I almost literally died. Oh no! It was so funny. I tried uh. my best. Jeez, it's so good. Um, All right, um, so do we? Where are we now in the world of? Well, uh, let me ask. What was our cutoff time? Because I think we're 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 beyond it, but that's okay. Do you want to continue? Um, I don't know, Katie. This uh, is all up to you. I figure we could finish up talking about stuff that happened in year one, and then next next podcast we right because we definitely have to at least talk about the fire. Oh yeah. yeah. Definitely. That well, was kind of a I big one. Yeah. We, get, we can get to the fire and then we'll cut off. What about okay. Gutterface? That was Butterface? Gutter. Gutter. Mean Gutterlung. Gutter. Yeah, whatever. Gutter, Gutter Lung oh, was yeah. a library thing. <laughs> we'll get to Gutterlung <laughs> next time. Um, but so, so this is probably going to be two or no, it's actually going to be probably three. I mean, two parts. Yeah, we're. Yeah. And we're not even. Four. We're just getting the bare bones of the story, but. At least we're keeping it interesting with our bits, hopefully. But so one of the best probably parts of the entire game, in my opinion, was the end of the third, the third um. Event. The third event, which was kind of like the cl- which was kind of the um the halfway point of the arc, of year of uh, of arc one, in my opinion, but. So that that whole event three, a lot of the runs and missions involved uh, fighting the Lightfoots, right? Yep. Like doing something to knock the Lightfoots down a peg. Yep. Um, and right before and on Saturday, even after we did a bunch of missions to like bust up their operations, fight them in public, um, plant evidence on them, all this stuff. Um. During our boxing match, at the very end, we had um, Ingrid, who's the leader of the Lightfoots, come in, and she's disrupting the thing, and she's, like, saying how, you know, you've been attacking our group, 
and all this stuff and she actually challenges one of us to box uh, her her bodyguard or bodyguard which is this brutal that's all like mecked up and stuff and we're like uh, i don't know so we're talking and people are talking and somebody tries to uh, sneakfully purge brew out of the brutal but it just makes yeah. him angry and a fight breaks out and all hell lets loose for a second before ingrid is able to like stun everybody and calm him down and like give off one more villain speech before she like makes her way out and then Sunday, after we finished everything, um, Sundays at Attaway, you know, it usually ends in the afternoon, like 1, 1 p.m., and there's usually one big last thing to do. And this time we finished um, this little whatever small mission. So we're all going to, like, drink some brew and relax and celebrate, like, pop champagne. But we get a call on the radio. It's like Ingrid, and she's in our distillery, and she's knocking off, she's knocking over bottles of Fireman's Brandy. That's the one. Fireman's Fancy. What? No, come on. One of them is called Brandy. <laughs> really? Maybe it's a Snops. Maybe it's Fireman's Snops. I don't. I guess. Man, I'm so bad at this. Um, this Fireman's okay. Fancy. Jeez. I should be a brewer just to learn them all now. Um, so. And you can be. And I could be, but uh, Brewers, I have another idea for a character for Arc 2. But anyway, um, so she tips over the thing, and the distillery is now on fire, which is a big deal. So we all rush out to the area that's what we're supposed to do, because there are people inside, there are fire elementals. And um, and this is out of out of game and stuff this is one of the probably the more most important larp points i've ever seen because this could have easily been one of the lamest um mods i've ever been on because there was no f actual fire there was nothing to actually represent fire really yeah. in this thing um but it felt so real because everybody was dedicated to acting like it was so real and everybody was panicked, everybody was rushing, and it was, because everybody was caught up in the LARP moment, it felt so real. Like, I didn't feel, I didn't feel some, any of the some cringiness. People started, some people started, like, crying. I know I yeah. did. Yeah, people started, started to real cry, up. and and we formed a bucket line, oh. and we were trying to rush in water. Some people were running in to pull out um, the orphans, and the, the, Rosie. the, the <laughs> Rosie, um... Let's and... keep the orphans at the brewery, at the illegal <laughs> still. That's a great yeah, idea. We didn't everybody. even talk about the orphans and that whole plot, but we'll get to that at some uh, point, too. Uh, yeah. That's been a very overarching, long plot in itself. But um, yes. But no, so like we're getting people saved. There are fire elementals that are in the building now. And then while we're doing all this, Lightfoots are coming out of the woods and like attacking yeah. us. And um, I remember fighting a few with my knife and maiming a few, but I remember one of them that literally, I was getting so tired um, and like emotionally drained as in real life and as the character about all this shit going down. And one like, one comes out of the woods and they have this action like, hey, out of way, remember me? And I looked over and I think I rolled my eyes and shot him with my gun <laughs> and killed him. <laughs> I think that's the first, I, I think that's the first human life I took in the game. Dude. I might be wrong, but did you... No, I'm wrong. I was going to say, you lit up a cigarette, like, right away. Oh, I think I did. I think I lit up a cigarette right after it, because you have to. If you have yeah. um, 
All right, maybe you don't have to. The things with um that mechanic. You can't the... participate. In... You can't participate in any. The what? I don't. You can't like participate in combat effectively if you um until you fresh using a coping not true or i think it at least like lets you function not entire you, you have to you just have to uh, i think you have to engage in the vice after it's a very confusing bit and i don't even think it, it's very mm -hmm. unclear because some people yeah, and I'll... i don't want to and i don't want to name people but I, some people do it differently and it's a very confusing thing yeah. But anyway, it's still new for me. Fair enough. Um, I remember we don't kill uh, people. Yeah, I remember Indigo was actually killing people at this point. This is still also so early in the game that I think only Indigo and myself were killing people. Um, yeah. Indigo is like lethaling people by pest is pretty intense. Um, and like and like like shouting out almost gospel <laughs> or something of the sort, some kind of like proverbs of reckoning. Yeah. Um. But it was, like, really, and, like, you were hurt, I remember, being panicked over that. And there were people that needed surgeries, and I can read the cards, so I have to, like, help with surgeries. And it was just such a chaotic, like, 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 oh, it was so intense. Like, mm. like what did you guys do during the whole thing? I was running around with buckets. Oh, were you bucket yeah, duty? Yeah, I, I did the buckets, and then at one point I ran inside and very quickly realized that, um... I didn't have any of the environmental-based uh, tanker protections. Oh, yeah. So I wasn't able to go inside for very long. Um, so it was mostly people fighting the ele elementals, um, which I couldn't help super well against. But then when the Lightfoots came up, I'm like, oh, there's something I can do about this because I can be, like, a shield and block them from hitting people. And I can, like, give one a little tap and maybe they'll fall down. Yeah. Well, your little so taps are, I like, brutal. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, as long as it doesn't go past that, it's all okay. Right. Sometimes people just gotta go to sleep. Um, I remember being <laughs> on the bucket line for a while, though. I was heavily bucket. And then after, when it was all done, we go back into the common room. And um, we get the plot. Like, the the staff leader was basically, you know, like, the the stills, the, the distillery's burnt down. We gotta get out of here. We need to rebuild. And there are people that are, some people are just pissed off. Some people like Crow are like, they came into our home and we need to get them back. And Melly is like, I'm not comfortable with killing people. We don't need to stoop to their level yeah. kind of stuff, and, which is. And Alessandro was also like, we need to be smart about this. We need to not charge into this. And we don't want to just go on the offensive. And that's smart. But the whole, I don't want to kill people. Well, shit, Melly. Um, there's like. 18 bodies out by <laughs> the fire from Lightfoots that we knocked down or killed. That, you know what? And the sad part is that could have been 18 wishes for amusement parks. <laughs> I know. Could have amusement parks on every corner. <laughs> Screw the brew business. We could make a wish factory. Yeah, right. Oh, wait, that I wow. I just oh, want to no. see. I just want to see rubbish come out like just like super like. Like just like I a big don't... old like, oh my god, stop feeding me, guys! This is ridiculous. Something tells me. A while ago. Something tells <laughs> me that if we did do that, it's not going to be a genie wish. It's going to be a wish in that that phase power, which is if you're going to be like, bring me um, something really cool, they'll probably bring you back like a leaf, and they're like, here you go. <laughs> it, it, it's pretty cool, huh? It's from a very old tree. Well, I would probably never tell them. Hey, I want something cool. 
<laughs> well, I mean, like, it's if you ask for a million imps, they're probably not going to get you a million imps. Probably got a million small puppet people running around. Yeah, I think That's it's well, kind of get like a, a monkey's paw situation where um you'll be like, oh, I wish for a million imps, and the fairy's like, okay, and they go off to like a rich person's house and like murder the whole family and take all their money and then oh maybe. Now, Could be. Do I still get the money though? <laughs> yeah. What's I, What's another body uh, in, yeah, your wish, in your wish point. scheme? Danny's very sure. all over the place on his moral standings. Um, uh, Foy Garrick, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> oh my goodness. But no, that that fire was a pretty big deal, and it was a very good um, plot device because we couldn't use the campground until summer again. Can I tell you how hard it is? to rent campgrounds oh i'm sure it's like really <laughs> it is a nightmare yeah because when we were doing when we were doing ashwick it was literally like oh, okay call this place okay well they won't get back to us okay call them again nope not back to us yet call them again send them an email nothing 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 and then finally like you accidentally call them on like a tuesday when you're just like super like needing of something and they're like oh yeah sure we could get you in there you should have called earlier and we're like really come on uh, or like yeah. or there's like so many games in the area like you don't really understand how many larps are running until you try to like rent a site because right. and it's, it's like... like every weekend every weekend from like spring till fall is like taken up by different games and you like have no clue because you're like in your own little bubble yeah, LARP you do, you do your like, like oh. th you do your two or three games or something. You don't know about the other like ten. Yeah, and it's just like very overwhelming because it's stuff that we've never heard of before. There's like a kung fu game that goes that goes on at um at uh, at uh, Denison. Oh yeah, and we've we've only what? found the props. Yeah, they, they've left props around, and you can do like kung fu warrior stuff. But like, it's <laughs> but but coming back around there, it, it's just like really hard to get a site. And uh, I guess they weren't able to secure the site for more than three events. And, uh, yeah, they had to uh, come up with a reason why they couldn't go back. There's a reason why they didn't have the event there. And we had two two winter events to make up for that, right? We? Yeah, we had two small events. Yeah. Those were, yeah. those were still fun. Yeah, I liked them. They're more my speed because Danny isn't combat. He's talky talk. So Yeah, that, and it's all talky yeah. talk. That yep. was the kind of low point though for me with them is there's it's all talk and schmoozing and I like to I like to explore and I like to fight and mm. I like for random craziness to just happen out of nowhere and you can't yeah. really do that in a location. Like do you that. guys want to talk about the uh, the the two smaller events or do you want to just end it on the fire? I think we could end it on the fire. Yeah, we've been going on for a while. Okay. <laughs> I'm kind of I'm kind of getting a little worn out now too because we've been going on for about uh, now uh, two hours and twenty minutes. So All right. I'm gonna have a fun time cutting this apart. Um, Good luck. Yeah. In Brett's butcher shop. So that's uh, we got we covered some good ground. We got through a lot of um, stuff. Yeah, definitely. And next time, hopefully, we can wrap up. Uh, catch up to the plot we're up to now and then going forward we'll just talk about what happened last game and that should be a lot more details a lot more interesting i would hope because we're just yeah. doing the broad strokes now and then hopefully we can get i'm hoping i can grab somebody from Attaway to come out and talk because i we didn't talk 
about as many different characters as I would have liked. Because there's... I know. Because a lot I of the... I have at least two people who are... One who lives with... Who plays Adway who would... I I can guarantee would love to talk about their character and their... Okay. And <laughs> and we should do, definitely do that because... And I would like to, it to be almost... I'd like to eventually get a character episode because... A lot of the fun yeah. of Attaway is just interacting with people's characters. And yeah. we mostly stuck to, like, things we've seen and done in the highlights. But, like, there's plenty of characters. Like, there's b the two Vinnies, um, Audrey. Like, there's so many people that are so... There's a lot of people. Yeah, there's a lot of people. And a lot of them are very important in the game. I'd rather them tell us about their characters because I'm going to muff it up. Oh sure, yeah. but no, but, like <laughs> just like highlights that we've had with them, like yeah. that are worth sharing. Oh, yeah. Like I can't share everything. Like I had a, I had some really deep talks with some characters that are subjects that they told me that no one else in the game has brought up with them. <laughs> so, yeah. But anyway, we'll end the uh, pot armor uh, plot. Blah. That's a tongue twister. The plot armor podcast armor, plot here. Armor. Yeah. Plot armor podcast, and I'm gonna leave you with it with a little thing. I have to go and finish my motharangs now. Oh. <laughs> you say that, I, and I'm gonna wait to post this up until like we've all already seen it. And oh really? More. Yep. Oh man, it's not special. All <laughs> no, right. Well, I'm leaving. All right. Good luck with life. Thank you everybody for oh, listening. No. Have a nice day.